Why are teenagers so susceptible to depression? And what can they do to thrive and be emotionally healthier? I'm going to share why the adolescent years are both a window of heightened risk for depression, but also a window of opportunity to build emotional resilience. Hi, I'm neuroscientist Dr. Ben Webb, and I want to help you cultivate a healthy brain for a mentally healthy and happy life. Welcome to episode 32 of Better Brain, Better You. Really glad you could join me today. Whether you're listening to the podcast or watching on YouTube, I've got a really important episode for you. And if you're watching on YouTube, please do make sure to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell. And wherever you get your podcasts, please do leave us a review. We release weekly episodes for brains of all ages. So I want to start by telling you about a live event that we have coming up in a couple of weeks. Dr. Zoe Webb and myself are hosting a second round of our free live workshop on how to parent the teenage brain. In this workshop, we'll be sharing our four essential strategies for parenting teenagers. So these strategies can be used to solve common teenage problems, influence challenging teenage behaviours, and support teenagers' emotional well-being and mental health. So we'll also be doing a live Q&A where you can ask us any questions you like about parenting teenagers. And to watch this workshop, you'll need to register for the live event It's completely free, so please do come and join us. And you can find out more about the workshop and how to register at ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash parentworkshops2. That's ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash parentworkshop2. We'd love you to join us for this free live event. Okay, so what do you remember about being a teenager? Maybe it was waking up one morning to discover that your body had completely changed. Or maybe you remember some of your more questionable fashion choices. I remember buying a cap to try and look like the lead singer from Curiosity Killed the Cat, thinking I looked like the coolest kid on the planet, only for my mates to rib me about it, not just during my teenage years, but pretty much the rest of my life. Maybe you remember being the smart one, the joker of the class, playing for the school sports team, being a loner, or just not really enjoying school at all. Or maybe you remember getting ill. And I'm talking about that illness of sadness and despair, emotional pain, unhappiness, for some people that feels like they don't want to be around anymore. We call this illness depression. Way too common in modern society and potentially deadly. The recent Brave documentary by Roman Kemp, A Silent Emergency About Male Suicide and His Best Friend's Incredibly Sad Story, brings into sharp focus how important it is for young people to talk about their mental health and not to hide their feelings, and for parents to listen to their children and not be afraid themselves to show their feelings and emotions, to create a safe, non-judgmental space for teenagers to share and talk about their emotional well-being. One in three people will experience clinical clinical depression in their lifetime. 
And sadly, depression plays a role in more than half of all suicide attempts. Despite the high numbers of people with depression, there's a lot we still don't understand about this disease. We have no objective test for depression, no blood test or brain scan we, that we can take that will tell us that you have depression, no genetic test that tells us about your risk for developing depression. So we're left with a lot of questions. What is depression? When does it start? And who is at most risk of developing depression? Well, a key to unlocking the mystery of depression is to pay attention to when it starts, which is actually during the teenage years. Our teens go through more changes than at any other time in their lives. Nothing stays the same. Their friendships, their bodies, their brains, their place in the world and the way they make sense of it. So what is it about teenage development that makes them so vulnerable to developing depression? Well, the teen years are characterised by three converging events. First, the teenage brain is rapidly changing. Puberty brings with dramatic changes to structure, function and communication in the brain. All of the parts of the brain are in place, but initially they're not talking to each other. One big change that happens as adolescence progresses is that distant parts of the brain that have very different functions start talking to each other for the first time. This means that teenage brains become involved in complex thinking jobs, things like being able to regulate their emotions or adapt to a, cha adapt to a changing world. This is the second major developmental event during the teenage years, improvements in self-regulation. So if you think about younger teens or tweens, how do they tend to react to stress or something dangerous or something exciting in their world? They tend not to be that great at regulating their feelings or impulses in these sorts of contexts. But as they move through the teen years, they get better, a lot better, at self-regulation. And it's a good thing that they do, because the third major event that happens during the teenage years is this intense set of social changes and the transition they all make into independence. Their first romantic encounter, more complex and nuanced relationships with friends, leaving home to go to university or start work. These are all normal challenges, but they're also substantial stressors on teenagers. And navigating those stressors in healthy ways requires extraordinarily good self-regulation. So what has all of this got to do with depression? Well, because the teenage brain is undergoing so many changes during this period, these three converging events that characterise the teenage years are a window of risk. The malleability and flexibility of the teenage brain, its ability to adjust and adapt to new events and experiences during the teenage years, also makes it highly susceptible and vulnerable to disruptions by events and experiences. So unusual, very intense or traumatic stress events in the teenage years can have a, big, have a bigger and more lasting impact on mental health than if the same kind of events happened later in life as an adult. Teenagers are still building the foundations of their brain. So just like when we're building the foundations of a house, this is a time when the structures are most vulnerable to damage. But there's also some good news too. The same changes and dynamics that make the teenage years a window of risk also make it a window of opportunity. 
So those normal challenges, learning to drive, going to university, new friendships and other life challenges, they can also be deeply enriching and boost brain health and resilience if we have the right support and brain scaffolding to develop coping skills. So what can teenagers do to thrive and be emotionally healthy? Well, first they should take good care of themselves. Make sure they get adequate sleep, have good nutrition, eating brain and heart healthy foods, get regular physical exercise, socialise and spend time with the people that are good for them. These are wellness practices that they can try to build into their daily lives. They might sound like small steps, but when these practices become wellness habits, they lay an important foundation for emotional emotional resilience. Second, they can choose their stress. Stress can actually be good for them if they are purposeful in choosing the right sort of stress, experiences and the coping skills that they intend to deploy in these situations. They might apply for a job or try and make a new friend, knowing that they may get rejected, but be prepared to lean on their families for support and share in advance with their friends. Whatever it is they know makes them well. Then these coping skills are in their emotional toolbox and ready for the stress that they don't choose, that they don't plan for. Third, we as parents in the family and they as teenagers with their friends can foster a culture of openness and eradicate the stigma around mental illness. Depression is mental illness and physical illness. It is illness that is manifested in the brain and the brain is part of the body. So depression is no less real or no less shameful than heart disease or diabetes. And just like those illnesses, depression is treatable but teenagers need to feel validated and be given the time and opportunity to share and parents have to be willing to listen, not to give advice to try and solve the problem, but actually listen and empathise. Depression may indeed be an illness of the brain, but having depression doesn't mean that your brain is broken. Teenagers with depression are not broken. They They can thrive with the right support, the right help and with an open minded friends and family and community network around them. So before we finish, I want to remind you that Dr Zoe Webb and myself are hosting a second round of our free live workshop on how to parent the teenage brain. In this workshop, we'll be sharing four essential strategies for parenting teenagers. These strategies can be used to solve common teenage problems, influence challenging teenage behaviours, and support teenagers' emotional well-being and their mental health. So we'll also be doing a live Q&A at the end where you can ask us your questions about parenting teenagers. To watch this workshop, you'll need to register for the live event. It's completely free, so please do come and join us. And you can find more more out about the workshop and register at ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash parent workshop. That's the number two. That's ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash parent workshop two. We'd love you to join us for this free live event. And if you're a parent of a teenager or a teenager tuning in to this episode, I hope it was useful on the vulnerability to depression. And please do leave me a comment or review if it was of some help to you. I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And I will look forward to seeing you next time.